This episode, as always, brought to you by Torchlight Brewing in beautiful Nelson, B.C. You know what I'm thankful for this Canadian Thanksgiving? Torchlight not making a pumpkin beer. That bandwagon's full enough. Thanks for not jumping on. Life is sick. Cheers. Bum, 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 rock or pop, country, rap, no style don't matter when we talk smack. Come spend a while with us three dicks. Settle on in it. Welcome to Show Us Your Mix, the podcast that takes old mixtapes and mix CDs from family, friends, enemies, and the people who are just discovering football purely because of Taylor Swift this last couple of weeks. <laughs> we know your mixes are just Taylor, and you know what? That's fine. Whatever boosts our podcast numbers. Welcome, Swifties. <laughs> Did you hear how many uh, Instagram followers Travis Kelsey gained? Oh, it's like 300,000 In some one shit. night after the, it was the Sunday afternoon game when it had like Swift on all the time. He yeah. gained over half a million followers. That's fucking crazy. That's <laughs> well, he went to number one in jersey sales. Yeah, and and yeah, yeah. Like, I can't he, remember. It, it he got said a crazy how many boost. Yeah, it's crazy insane. boost. Like it is Taylor Swift's world, and we're all just living we're just in it. Living all in just it. living in it. <laughs> like, yeah, Travis Kelsey is Travis Kelsey, man. But Taylor Swift. Got that's a, another that's level. A, that's a crazy <laughs> level of a, uh, you know, uh, I don't know promotion i guess like like fucking taylor swift fans are watching football that's a, that's a demographic that was just untapped you know like yeah, spreading somebody told me personally from every stadium show she did on that tour she personally made 12 million dollars yeah, damn that doesn't surprise me at all like the, what the, the estimate did you hear what the tickets were going for Oh yeah. oh yeah, it was nuts. You're like, oh uh, what? Um, that's not even like the scalpers after the fact. Yeah, yeah. Like people are paying a lot yeah. of money for a that lot shit. Of money. Uh, yeah, it, something she was estimated to be like a billionaire after this tour. That she's is she done. a billionaire now? It, it's estimated that she will be. She after will the be tour once it all done. shakes out. Yeah, which is Fuck. crazy. The NFL was smart. They use this opportunity. To, I know. To make so some... they asked her to play Super Bowl. She said no. I, I, That's a step down. Wow. <laughs> she, uh, she doesn't why, need that. I don't need a help out yeah, you she guys. She doesn't you, need the, the you, promotion. Oh, you got a cute little thing you got going on yeah, there. Yeah, like, no. oh, that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> like, she'll sell out four of those. Like, the Super Bowl ain't got shit on yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll sell out the Cowboys Stadium by myself. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't have to pay your little football teams to do anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I do like, I actually just heard this. Uh, Taylor Swift, and this is going back to, like, 2006 or some shit. She actually pays, like, all of her road employees. They all have, like, employment insurance. They get, oh, yeah. like, huge bonuses. She like, gave she gave all of her truck drivers, like, something like a $150,000 like bonus. some shit. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Like, yeah. damn. Sign me up. I know. Yeah. I was like, how do I get... Uh, involved in that at all? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I'll 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 be the security for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah sure. Her like, truck drivers get a hundred grand, and Lizzo's fat shaming her dancers. Like, yeah. what, what the fuck is going on? What in this the world? fuck is going on? Come on, like be more like Backwards. Taylor. <laughs> be more like Taylor. Come we, on. We thought Lizzo was a cool one. <laughs> no, apparently not. Apparently not. Apparently not. No. Swifty all the way, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to Swifty or Mix. <laughs> Uh, my name is Keenan Harrison, sitting here with my good friends and co-hosts, Carl Nigren, and we got Josh from Torchlight back. Yay! This episode is sponsored by a different brewery. <laughs> That's fair. This episode brought to you by Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> That's fair. I got a lot of money. I can't. <laughs> this one's sponsored by Bud Light. <laughs> 
Uh, so Kid Rock is not going to be on the mix. It's sponsored by Bud Light. We just review Devil Without a Cause. <laughs> that would be a weird pivot. <laughs> yeah, Josh from Torchlight here, but we said no to his business this week. Yeah. Just the person. Just the person. <laughs> this way we can talk shit about him the whole time. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got a mix today that uh, we are we're, we're dubbing the mm. artist the old artist the mix. old artist mix because it doesn't actually have a title on it. It just has all the artists or some of the artists just haphazardly written around the CD. And I think we've all made those CDs. Yeah, every like, everybody's oh, done that. No, nope, you sure. never did that. Never did that. Wow, I definitely I did a that. Hard line about naming mixes for whatever vibe they give. Wow. You are a, gotta have a name. You, how's how's life like like when you're on that big of a pedestal? Well, that's why all the beers have a good name. <laughs> See, ah, See? Yeah, it just true. translated straight over. Yeah, that's true. If, it's, it's an obsession. It's one of those skills that you never thought you'd use again. <laughs> yeah, and it's exactly. like, hey. if he named beers like this mix was, it would be like hops, water. It's in a can. Get, come get some, maybe. It'd just be like written all over the place. No, I was one of those guys who like when you made a. When I made a burnt CD, you put it in the plastic like Memorex case yeah. that had the <coughs> the paper insert with the list. Oh yeah, and yeah. I would like very painstakingly clearly write every song, artist, sometimes even the uh, the runtime. Wow, Jesus! Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, I figured this out very early on is that you could just copy and paste from iTunes the list of and the tracks and, the yeah, yeah, yeah. and you just print that shit off and fold it up yeah yeah it worked you had a printer. i think i was lucky if i wrote <laughs> i know lucky motherfucker over here i had a printer <laughs> i was lucky if i wrote anything on the cd because it went from the cd burner into the truck or into the car and then two days later it went out of the cd player probably onto the floor and never found and then again. and then you like put it into the cd binder you just have a bunch of unlabeled oh, yeah. cds oh, some of them would be like labeled like rock yeah. like at so, best so, <laughs> speaking to the vibe labeling though like some i'm not, not saying they're all good sometimes it was literally just like rock rap yeah, yeah. new rap <laughs> new, new rock. rap yeah. <laughs> old rap old rock <laughs> and then you had to cross out new when you made a new new yeah, one yeah. Yeah. it's been three years this ain't new three anymore years. <laughs> I can't put new on this anymore fabulous been done yeah <laughs> yeah I, I remember I because I know I know everybody that was that same way that was just like throw them in the in the big case yep but I could never do that it just like it hurt me to my soul I also couldn't. I couldn't buy like the stacks of blank CDs. Like I had to make sure I was buying the ones that came with a jewel case. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I, I never did. I, I, did I that had too. to have a jewel case. I never had the stack. No, oh, I remember I, some of my friends that have it like next to their computer. And spools I was like, of fifty. No, yeah. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even like the skinny cases. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I needed proper the jewel case. proper jewel yeah, cases yeah. because then I'm looking for it and it's like. Oh, it it just doesn't fit in with everything else I got. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like no, I need I need that thick thick case. I feel you. It just looked better. It felt better. It's tangible. And then the case would break, and you'd be like, "Wow." Yeah, those cases were so shitty. (laughs) There was never a good version. There, there was just that trash version. Remember, like the nostalgic, like when you open it and you hear the like. Like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a good sound. It's a good sound. And it would do that three times, then it would go click. And you're like, ah, fuck. <laughs> so oh, the, best was the, the best was the two CD jewel cases mm. that w- you would have to, like, click it into the bottom. Yeah, yeah. It would make a satisfying sound. Yeah. Satisfying sound. 
Swifties don't even know about that. No. <laughs> Swifties don't even know. They don't even know. That was that was pre-Swift. Pre-Swift. <laughs> pre-Swift world. <laughs> it's a pre-Swift world. Just two 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 eras of time. It's like BC and AD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pre-Swift. Yeah. T-Swift. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. That. Yeah. We now have four official uh, time time frames. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have to look up the year that she released her first song, and that's going to be like zero yeah. years. Yeah, and because and nobody counts the, the middle zero. years no, either. No, no it's no. like pre and post, because yeah. Jesus was apparently 33. <laughs> Where are those 33 years, man? We lost them. We lost them. I don't know. Oh, that's because there's, there's before Christ, and there's after death. Yeah. What about Christ? What about those 33 what about, years? So are we living in... Swift now, yeah. and then we'll have pre-Swift and post-Swift. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So we're, we're in... living in that golden age where nobody's going to remember. Yeah, we're in Swift. We're, Interesting. We're living swiftly at the moment. Carl, I'm after correct you. AD does not stand for after death. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what that's what everybody thinks it does. Yeah, well, everybody's wrong. <laughs> now wow. it's a bunch of dummies. <laughs> Literary sources, don't worry about it. Uh, let's jump into this mix. Uh, the Untitled, as it is. We're starting off with Schools Out by Alice Cooper from 1972's Schools Out. That's a that's a banger opening track. That's that's, that's a, a really good good way track. to set a tone. It yeah, is. yeah. Uh, but Alice Cooper, man, only two genders apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Welcoming the boys and the girls, but wow, <laughs> just canceled. Sorry, Did sorry. Did not age well. Did not age well. Whoa, wow. <laughs> Somebody, ah, oh, fuck. It was at work earlier today. And we were talking about something that, like, is is getting canceled, like, getting taken out of, you know, mainstream culture. And he's like, yeah, and they're trying to take Fat Bottom Girls out of that Queen song. And I was like, wait, what? What? Like, yeah, I can't have Fat Bottom Girls. I was like, that was written by a gay guy who had no, he didn't care, but he just knew Fat Bottom Girls were a good time. Yeah, you know, like, they made the world go around. Yeah. What? Like, if you, they what? don't, what does? Are they gonna, <laughs> it's because of the word fat? Are they going to change it to Thick Bottom Girls? But with two C's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, thick is very common now. Thick, thick, that's, like, that's a compliment. Everybody's saying thick. Yeah, but you can say you got a fat ass. That's the same thing. Yeah, I agree. Fat, yeah. yeah. Uh, anybody that thinks fat bottom girls is, like, distasteful can go fuck themselves. Yeah, I disagree with fat shaming, but I really disagree with fat bottom girl shaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hill I'm going to die on. Yeah. <laughs> not, not on my watch, people. Not on my watch. <laughs> I encourage someone that's, like, quote-unquote fat to take care of themselves physically and make sure they're okay. But if you got a fat bottom, I'm everybody's happy. You've been trying to convince yeah. me to... Take care of myself for a long time, and I'm just, I'm just not going to Yeah, but I'm also supportive of you as a person. Thank so, you. So, like, I'm yeah. not going to yell at you for doing it, that's, but I want you to be healthy. That's fair. I'm out here, baby. And your ass isn't fat enough that I care. So. Yeah, good point. <laughs> I feel like I'm I watching got... couples therapy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't got the fat ass. I just got, I just got the belly. I got the dump truck. I'm a natural twerker. <laughs> <laughs> dump like a truck. Truck, truck, truck. truck. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see you go. That's not the song we're reviewing right now. Twerking from the front. Right. Yeah. Front. Yeah. front. <laughs> School's out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> it was a banger. Banger. Banger to open up anything, but, like, I feel like right off the bat you hear this and it's it's automatically, like, a summer vibe. I feel like I'm yeah. part of a very certain group of uh, people who were first introduced to Alice Cooper watching Wayne's World. Oh, no. It was, like, a very first exposure. I bet me. you that's a lot. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a lot. Yeah. That's me, too. Yeah. I, that's me, too, for I sure. I just like, I definitely... who's, this, who's this rock guy these guys are all obsessed with? And then you listen <laughs> yeah. to it later, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I definitely knew Alice Cooper before, because, like, my dad's uh, uh, album collection, like, he had schools out that had the, like, right. you know, the, the desk vinyl that opened, oh, opened yeah, like, yeah, a school yeah. desk. Oh, no. I He lost a pair of panties that came with it, though, because originally this album... Came with a pair of panties Yo, inside that's it. Sick. Yeah, that's right. actually awesome. Wow. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. That's that's fucking the weirdest rock and roll thing ever. I was I was definitely introduced to Alice Cooper through Wayne's World. Yeah, because my dad was into like rock, yeah, like classic rock. But Alice Cooper was just like a little too, a little too hard, little too hard for Yeah, like Alice Cooper, Black Sabbath, like that kind of thing was just like too much for my dad. So mm-hmm. I had to learn about that stuff later. And Wayne's World came out when I was born. Yeah. So I discovered that, like, years, years after the yeah. fact when as well. When did Wayne's World come out? Wayne's, Wayne's World came out when I was born. It was 92, in 92. Right? Yeah. yeah. Same year my brother was born. Oh, I saw that very soon after it was out then. I think I saw it when I was, like, eight or something like that. Yeah. And that's about was... the right time to see Wayne's World. Yeah. Through <laughs> Wayne's World, that's how Bohemian Rhapsody is, like, one of the... Only songs to be, like, number one. Number one three twice. Different, three different decades. Three different... Oh, yeah, because it did... When it came out, Just now, Wayne's yeah. World, and then when they did the biopic. Yeah. What a fucking song. <laughs> one of the only songs that's deserving to be number one three times, exactly. too. Yeah. It just keeps coming around again. <laughs> I can't even think of the... Well, okay, I can think of one song that goes to number one every fucking time, and that's the record... It's fucking Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey, oh, baby. Christmas, baby. It's going to happen again. It's I, coming. I think she's, I think she's <laughs> We're a month and five, a half out. <laughs> I think she's hit five five decades now. Oh, you, I think uh, she's had a number one in five decades now. Oh, a number no, one. one. Five. A number one, yeah. A number one. Not that song not specifically, that song, but, but yeah, I think one, she's sure. hit a number oh, one Oh, if she had late 80s. Now. 80s, 90s, 2000s. 20s. Yeah, yeah, she could have. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Damn. But like, yeah. The yeah. amount of money she makes every Christmas from that one song. For that one song. So silly. <laughs> so one insane. song. She didn't have like a whole Christmas repertoire. She's not Michael Bublé. Yeah, no. yeah. No, no just the one fucking song. Like a new Christmas song. album every two years. Like, no. Out, no. no one she song. owns Christmas with one fucking song. I, I like that we used to think like Bublé just like comes out at Christmas, but now he's like, he doesn't release summer and, or he doesn't release music in the summer. He just does bubbly commercials now yeah, in the summer, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he goes back to and his TikTok. job. He's huge on TikTok. Is he? Is he yeah. on TikTok? He's really? huge on TikTok, and he he loves it. He's obsessed with it. He was like one of the first celebrities oh, to shit. adopt it, and he like he's got his own skits and characters, and like oh yeah, there's a whole there's I a mean, whole there's a whole like, Michael Bublé like sub TikTok thing going on. I mean, like I'm I'm on TikTok a lot, but it's always like. Sports. <laughs> yeah, I don't think his algorithm and yours. So, yeah, my crossed. algorithm is yeah. not picking up Michael Bublé. Maybe yeah. it should. Uh, the more you say "bubbly" near your phone, yeah, eventually, yeah. <laughs> eventually it'll, it'll come through. I was, I was talking about this with somebody the other day, and they're like, "Yeah, like I just hate like you know your phone spying on you and shit." And I was like, "I don't know, man. It makes my life kind of easy sometimes. Yeah. If I'm like looking for something, I'm just like." I need an ice cube tray. And I, just say, I just say it like five times, and then Amazon's yeah. just like, hey. Hey, hey. Uh, well, this might be a coincidence, one. but yeah. uh, like, we got all these already, ice cube trays. This is already in my cart. <laughs> like, yeah, we got you. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> Ain't that America? You and me. Ain't 
Houses by John Mellencamp. Uh, I believe this is pre-Cougar. Is this pre-Cougar? This might be pre-Cougar. I think so. Possibly. Like uh, it, it, who knows what It him. says he, John Mellencamp. He, the Cougar yeah. timeline is off, man. Like that, So many Infinity Stones have changed that shit around. It just doesn't even make sense anymore. <laughs> this is from 1983's Uh-Huh. <laughs> Fucking worst wow, album. That's the name of the album. <laughs> uh-huh. for, for someone that they're like, he's the greatest songwriter in the. You know, it's uh-huh. like what, he America's, named an album. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of ballsy. It's kind of like, fuck you. It's like you he know? named it while he was sucking on a chili dog. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want? Uh-huh. A chili dog. <laughs> sucking on a chili dog. This is a John Mellencamp song you hear on the radio, and I'm like, I know it's, I know I've heard it lots. I yeah. know it's John Mellencamp. Couldn't have told you the name of the song. Nope, neither no. could I. No. Couldn't have no. told you. Not at all. And or it, it, apparently the album title either. Yeah, <laughs> that was just news to me right there. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> Pink Houses is also like, it's not that great either. I don't know. Well, it's does like, it have anything to do with the song? He says, no, not really. he says he Pink says Houses once. once in the song, yeah. Yeah. Like you could have called it "Ain't That America." Like that—that's a more apt title. Yeah, that's the yeah. part you remember. Yeah, or the home of the free. Like any call any it, of the raw raw part. Call it red, white, and blue house. There you, you go. Yeah. Anything. I could, anything. I could write this shit better than John. <laughs> <laughs> red, white, and blue house. That's just, that's a banger. It's got banger written all over. Call it future crack house. What are we doing? <laughs> call it man. The rent's getting expensive. <laughs> now on mix after school's out. Kind of a downer. Yeah, big it's, time downer. It's definitely yeah, a big downer. Big time downer. It, it, the energy was so high. We started, we came and like kicked the door in. We were like, yeah. ah! it It's like, summer, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> and then your dad came and was like, now you got chores. <laughs> That's it. It feels like Ain't corporate America. America. This is oh, a right. paid sponsorship by like the Farmers of America totally. or something. Yeah. It, no, corporate America. Yeah. Is I, that. I spent the whole song trying to skip the YouTube ad. School's out. Like, no, School's just... out. And then somebody's like, yeah, you gotta get, get a job. Yeah. You gotta get a summer job. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> no fun for you. <laughs> I know you want to put on eyeliner and dance around with your friends. You got to get a job at IHOP. Shit, yeah. <laughs> flip pancakes for the summer, son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that car ain't going to pay for itself. <laughs> Just as long as you stand, stand by me. So, darling, darling, stand by me. I want you. Stand by me. I want you. Stand by me. Next up. We're just we're just moving around here. Uh, <laughs> this is "Stand by Me," the cover from Pennywise. Is this a cover? Yeah, you didn't Wait, know this that? is not the original. Yes. What? I know it's not Benny King. Uh, <laughs> this is from Pennywise. From uh, I believe it was their second EP, uh, Theologian, in 1989. They released two EPs in 1989, and yeah, this was one of the songs off it. It's it's a good cover. It's you know they take it their own way uh, yeah. about halfway through the, what, fir- the oh. first 16 bars take too long well it <laughs> sounds so much like the original that if you're not paying attention you think it's the original because yeah. his voice kind of sounds like it like yeah. it's not that far off yeah yeah it's it's what you want like you know we've talked about it a lot like the punk and ska covers of oh, songs like this are always so great this one feels like it was just before the time where everybody figured out how to do them the best, well, which was just like... And it's funny you mention that because I didn't know who Pennywise was at all, and when I f- was listening to this for the first time, um, I kind of thought that, like, were they 
associated or a, a previous iteration of me first on the Gimme Gimme's. Similar vibe, right? You know, yeah. you know who Pennywise? <laughs> no. No way. No, no exposure. Crazy. None. Because they were like, they're one of those big punk bands. Yeah. Like, they're, they're the, one of the top tier. The I, first wave of pop punk. Not even, like, they were the skate punk. Like, oh, they're, skate they're punk. one of those okay. bands yeah. that just, like, uh, you know, they didn't get super popular right away. Uh, in, like, 93, I would say, they started getting a little popularity in the punk scene. Yeah. And then uh, their original singer died. This guy? This guy. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know and that. And then they re-recorded Bro Him, which was also on, like, their first album. And then that re-recording got fucking huge. And it was in, like, ah. a bunch of video games later on as well. Like, so that's the only reason I knew that they were a band, I think, because their music was in a video game I played. So yeah. I knew, like, Pennywise was, like, a punky kind of band, but I had no, yeah. no exposure. They released like a ton of albums. They were one of the bands on uh, uh, Epitaph oh, okay. with, like, Bad Religion and, like, yeah, Pulley yeah. and all those guys. Like, they gotcha. were they were huge. They were never the band I really got into. Yeah. I, I think they were just kind of, like, they weren't the best version of what they could have been. There's be, a lot yeah. of bands that were around them that were, I think, doing it better. Right. But, man, do I know a ton of, like, loyal Pennywise fans. Oh, really? That are like, they're the fucking best, the best band ever. ever. Yeah. And it's like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got their thing. They're good. Yeah. They're good. They're good. <laughs> um, this, this coming out after John Mellencamp. Very bizarre. It's very bizarre. Yeah. Uh, school's out if that was like if that was taken out and school's out to this maybe a little bit more sense well I feel at least like John Mellencamp and Alice Cooper could have maybe done blow at a party together in the 80s right like there's a there's a small connection there it could have happened maybe I feel like Pennywise and Alice Cooper probably uh, partied together on like a weird Ozfest in like (laughs) like the early 2000s I'd say that's more like yeah Yeah. Yeah. so three (laughs) degrees of drug separation they probably all know each other you know uh it's a fun vibe right now, though. But yeah, they're having fun. We're having yeah, a good time. Fun. Uh, it feels more like summer, too. It does. feels like This one feels more like summer. Your dad came yeah. in and was like, you got to get a job. And then Penny was like, fuck your job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck you, dad. You Let's go skating. The yeah. Yeah. Well, the way that song like starts and ends is more like you were like doing your job and you were kind of sad. And you were like standing next to your buddy. And then and then you kicked off, right? Yeah, you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, this yeah. job. And you quit. And yeah. you got on the skateboard. And you were like, out of there. Like another friend drives by in his shitty yeah, little yeah. car. And he's just like, guys, hop in. I got a six pack. <laughs> guys, yeah. get in the Ford Pinto. <laughs> <laughs> You know, this is a song we've just never had on the podcast before. Wow. First so, time. So unique. It's really right? seminal to be here for this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shook me all night long. <laughs> ACDC from 1980s Back in Black. This might have taken over uh, the most played song on the podcast. It's it's definitely up there. And it's not a record that is, is fun to hold because this is, this is not a good song. <laughs> Well, not not a good song. It's so it's just so overplayed that it's like I don't care how good it was. Yeah, it ain't. I'd rather listen to Thunderstruck four thousand more times in a row than listen to this song one more time. Yeah, Yeah. that's how overplayed it is. This one is so overplayed, and And even Thunderstruck is overplayed. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Take any other overplayed one. Still, this is the song from ACDC that uh, like every middle aged woman loves. Oh yeah. 
and it's and still loves. And still they loves. haven't realized it's not that it's overplayed. Yeah. No, yeah. and and they don't give a shit about any other ACDC either. Like this, this is it. And this is like this the is song it. that's like played in strip clubs, but in between the strippers. Oh yeah, like nobody's stripping to this song. No, because no, no stripper wants to strip to this yeah, song. Yeah, but this no. is the song they play when one stripper leaves, and you're yeah. waiting for the next. And stripper. then Night Prowler comes on. You're like, yeah. that's a stripper <laughs> song. Yeah. Song. That's Let's dirty go. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the ATM boys. Yeah. <laughs> Another round. <laughs> no, it's it's yeah, it's just so overplayed. Yeah. It's it's one of those songs that it, the life has been extended of it so long and it just shouldn't have been. Yeah. Like, totally. We've we've given it an extra life when it really didn't deserve it. And then it keeps coming back. It keeps coming back and keeps coming back. All night long. Yeah. <laughs> it shakes me to my core. At this I'm point, shook. Angus just I'm calls shook. it "You Made Me Money All Night Long." <laughs> <laughs> this is the song that paid for my shorts. <laughs> you know, ACDC touring again. Are they with Brian Johnson singing? Holy he got they... crazy uh, like hearing aids, and he can hear again. Well, and, and he's yeah, singing. He was worried about his voice just giving out too. So I wonder. If oh, he they... gave out years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it gave out before he started with him. <laughs> that's what no, got no, him the it? job, man. Yeah, that's why they gave him the job. They were like, "You sound like you don't have a voice." He's like, "Great." <laughs> there was an interview he did years ago. It might even have been with Nardwar of all people. Tech. Where they talked about like, "What's your singing technique?" And he's like, "Well, it's the sound of somebody running over your foot with a van." <laughs> Definitely <laughs> made it sound like that happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> the first Sounds time he's so... just trying to get across a crosswalk, uh, yeah. gets the you know, Plymouth van driving over his back. <laughs> I was just picturing like ACDC, you know, they've like mourned their first singer and they're just like out one night drinking and like, like they're behind a bar in the alley and some guys just stand there to cross the street and somebody runs his foot over the, by the van and he screams and they like look at each other and they're like, that's it. Maybe that's we can sound. come back. <laughs> Maybe there's that's, another album in the us. Sound. Yeah. That's the sound. That's guys. the sound, man. Next up, I Fought the Law. This is by The Clash from their self-titled album from 1977. It's uh, the original punk cover. <laughs> it is. It, it, it is. Uh, yeah. Was there a punk cover before this? I didn't even think of that. But uh, did the Ramones right. do one? Uh, Ramones maybe did, but I mean, before same this? time period. Like, I, I feel like the Ramones didn't do it before. This might be. This might be the first, like, the first memorable punk version of a previously released song yeah. that everybody still gives a shit about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. still, still gets play. And it's it does still get play. Yeah. But I don't think it's overplayed. No. As well. No, it's... Well, and a lot of people, I bet you if you play the, this song, they think this is the original version. Oh, definitely. Because you never hear the OG no, version no, anymore. No, no, no. no. Honestly, this is better. It, it is. I, it is. The better. other one sounds like it's from the 50s. Uh, yeah, yeah. The one thing about this song is, like, it does overshadow the rest of this album the first clash album is really good it's, what album was this this was the self-titled so london calling was london calling after was this. after and london calling everybody you know most people say that's their best album like it's it's on the that's list that's the one i know and it broke yeah it's a great album too this one doesn't get enough credit hmm. it's fucking good uh i'd imagine it's good like they got fucking huge oh, yeah. from it so it's gotta be yeah. good it's it's a great album oh they got a second album that's how you know yeah it's great it's whenever i listen to the clash I, I just remind myself how much i don't like the sex pistols 
<laughs> like, oh, uh, yeah. I would say I like The Clash better than Sex Pistols. Yeah, it's yeah. Sex Pistols yeah. with uh, uh, talent. Oh, yeah, they're, like, they're great players. Yeah. They yeah. actually they're can play actual their instruments. They're actual musicians. Yeah. They know yeah. what they're doing. It's, it's not just the punk attitude and the British accent. You know, yeah, I get it. You hate the Queen. (laughs) (laughs) Clash way more interesting, especially like looking back on it. And Clash is one of those bands are like happy to hear them when they come on. I don't think I've ever downloaded a Clash song, put a Clash song in a mix. Like, not mad when they come around, but I also don't think I ever. I I don't know if I have either. Like, I I'm not the biggest Clash fan. Yeah, yeah. Either like I know know what they were owned London Calling, but I don't know if I intentionally did. I think I just came into possession of it. I I, but like, I know I have London Calling on vinyl, and it was one of those like, I'm a punk, so I have to own this kind of. Oh, thing. Yeah, you know, I was yeah. like, I bought it, and it was not, it wasn't a free will. It yeah. was like yeah, yeah. I have to buy that. This. Came with those camo shorts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I had to just for cred. You know? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. well, if somebody came over to your house who knew the history, and they're like, <laughs> like whoa, whoa, where's the clash, bro? Dude, you can't have just a bunch of black flag and gorilla biscuits. Minor threat. You gotta have the OG. I thought you were a real punk, Kenan. I thought yeah. you were a real punk. You don't have a single Ramones record. You're a poser. It's like, yeah, fair. It's fair. Shit, <laughs> you're fucked. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, because because why the fuck not? Because <laughs> what else comes after the clash? <laughs> this is Hocus Pocus by, by Focus? the insane nope. clown Aww. posse from the Great Malenko, nineteen ninety seven. Uh, I I I know we've had. ICP on this podcast before. I'm wondering if it was actually this song. It might have been this I song. Don't no, think, no, we haven't had this one. We've no. had. Uh, oh god, I think I we had something from this album. Maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah. like, man, I, you know, it's it's ICP. It's not. It's, uh, it's not good. It's like, awful. come on. It's, it's awful. Yeah. But this one is fucking bad. It's off. It's so weird. His voice mm-hmm. is so painful. I, just, I can't believe people take this band seriously. Well, and like, I don't want to tell people what they can and can't like, but I do. <laughs> this is bad. This is bad. This is like, like, from start to finish, the whole thing, top to bottom, it's awful. And you know what? You're a juggalo. You love this. Hey. All right, you, you know, do you. You do you, man. You do yeah. you. Do you man. We can we can stand beside on some on some other shit, I'm sure. But like, I, I just I think it's I think it's so bad. I had a I had so a bad. close trusted friend recently be like, no. Yeah, I started listening to ICP. They're really fun, and I was like, you fucking don't talk to me anymore. Is, is Full she, stop. Is Come she back okay? when you do this face. No, I don't know. Yeah. Like that's the kind of thing. Like if get somebody... a wellness check for you. Like, yeah. Call yeah. Like, I need to go to this address. Like oh man, when when did you start? Uh, getting paid from H, yeah, you yeah. know, like I don't know. Like, Is that when they like knock on the door and he's in the bathroom, like do 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 do, like painting his face with clown makeup, and you're like, oh no. It's like, yeah, he's going to clown school. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's it's the like, only time it makes sense. To he's me, like honestly. that new Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie is the greatest thing ever, oh, and you're like, God. you are in trouble. Oh, <laughs> you are in trouble mentally. That is, that is strike number two. <laughs> strike number two, buddy. Strike number two. Uh, you guys remember? It. Was it a few years ago? Remember when, like the there was that big like. 
like oh the the clowns yeah like, the clown the, scare the, the, the like, oh, like that was spread all over shit. the states like so weird it was, it was like Trump just was... in the middle of the night and people were just dressing as clowns and, and just like, like chasing people yeah 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 it was fucked up it's crazy like that's some scary you know, shit I'm sure that ended and I'm sure it wasn't like huge in the media but that ended because somebody killed one of those clowns mm-hmm. and everybody's like okay we're not doing that anymore <laughs> which makes sense because exactly. if a dude yeah, starts chasing me that. in a clown costume yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking that dude up yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm hitting sorry. him with my car sorry Yeah. Like, <laughs> if I have anything on me I am I am hurting you I yeah. got, I'm sitting there with a big ass book I got a back it's getting swung on you yeah. got, <laughs> your clown ass in the middle of the night is not not, yeah. not what I know, to be man like for many decades there were many like performers who wanted to be clowns who were like why do people hate clowns? And it's like, man, it is, there is something primal and feral in human beings. And when you see a painted face, you're like, nope. 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 No. Maybe but that's it's, it. Maybe it's how it's, like, it's painted, too. Totally. Because, like, a mime? Dude, I'm not afraid of a mime. Of mime. <laughs> like, I'm White not even, face, two I'm not even dots, creeped fine. out by a mime. And <laughs> I also know that that mime, he's not going to, like, attack me. Because yeah, that would yeah. be real. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be gonna, like, <laughs> I'm in a box. <laughs> Maybe they need to make start making horror movies about mimes. They can't though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you yeah, put them in maybe a box. Just the right well, person. Has no, but you would have to be a shitty mime to be a scary mime. Ooh. No, because if you're killing somebody as a mime, that means something is real. Yeah, exactly. And you're and trying to you're put, not a mime. You're anymore. trying to use your imagination. You got to imagine that there's a box. There's not really a box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but the ring was about a girl that climbs out of a TV set. So like, what are we yeah, doing? It was a there was no pre-established rules though. <laughs> there's a Panasonic, <laughs> dude. There's pre-established <laughs> mime rules, Carl. You can't throw away the mime rules. These rules Sir are established. Rules. <laughs> there's yeah. no rules for her. There was no rules for children coming out of wells. And then through TVs. That's uh, two different mediums. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. But yeah, so you're not scared of mimes. Uh, maybe maybe like some black metal face paint. Uh, if you're in like the Swedish countries, you know? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you're scared if you're like at a church, you know? But, but like. There's a reason that Batman faces off against the clown prince of crime and not the mime prince of crime. Exactly. Because hmm. that dude just pretends he's burning mime. <laughs> <laughs> he pretends I'm going to no figure out a way to make mime scary. You, you <laughs> can't figure out a way to Carl's make Carl's new project. Yeah. Scary mime. You can't make mime scary. I'm telling you, dude. There's established shit here. <laughs> the heat was hot and the ground was dry, but the air was full of sound. I've been through the desert all Our next song is A Horse With No Name. We're still laughing about the laugh. Yeah, but like, <laughs> A Horse With No Name, uh, this is by America, or America. America. Uh, from 1971's America. <laughs> uh, but I see Pete, though. <laughs> Fuck this song, let's go back. Back to Vanna. I mean, honestly, after 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 an ICP song, and you try to refocus and be like, "Yeah, let's talk about a horse with no name." It's like, but, yeah, but who gives a fuck? Like, but especially when the next song has like nothing to do genre wise, or yeah. like it's just we've. What do you put between the Clash and America, ICP? Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nobody on? really cares about this song. No. This song? Really. No. This is, once again, so overplayed. Everybody like, thinks it's Neil Young. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's I not. still do. Yeah. And I, and I think that's been pointed out to me on this podcast before. You know how it's before. not? Because it's still on Spotify. Ah. That's how you know it's that's not true. just Neil Young. Yeah, it's I thought Neil Young broke down and now he's back on Spotify. Oh, nah. no, maybe. No. I mean, maybe. Honestly, I, I don't follow Neil Young. I don't why the, fuck, why the fuck would I follow Neil Young? Yeah. Like, 
That, what is you're he, not, 90? You're not subscribed to his Twitter feed? What is, he, is he 90 it's right X, now? Carl. Yeah, it's Carl. It's called X. He's so old. I get so many emails from Ooh, X now. Are you going to check just, his MySpace? In brackets it says yeah, formerly, formerly Twitter. Twitter. Just, just so case. you don't forget. Just yeah. in case. Neil Young's whole entire discography has been re-released on Spotify, but it's under Taylor's version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift just re-recorded all the Neil Young songs. Like, fuck you, Neil. You know what? She'd make... A hundred times Fuck, that more money so funny. than he ever did. You know what's <laughs> fucked up? She could probably do that. Like mm-hmm. she, she could, could just... buy his whole catalog. Well, no, you would because it's a cover. Mil. You yeah. just do a cover. You pay the cover percentage and, yeah, yeah. and just record Taylor's all version. the greatest albums yeah. ever. And just re-record them and call them oh, Taylor's version. Like she makes so much she money. She makes so much money. She just cover like Britney Spears' best hits and just like do that. <laughs> and just like Taylor's version. And like, man. She never has to write an original song for the rest of her life. Yeah. I listened to Toxic, Taylor's version. Oh, hell yeah. That thing would fucking slap. Yeah. Yeah. I listen, I listen to a lot of Taylor's version of shit. Especially, like, really weird shit. Like, I want to hear her cover, like, <laughs> like West Side Connection. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear Taylor Swift's version of Today the Gangsta, the Killer, of the yeah. Dope Dealer. That's what I want. That's what I want. We're going to start jumping life. genres here. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I really want. Go outside the box, Taylor. That's what I'm saying. You know what you clearly don't want is a horse with no name. No. no. Also, <laughs> name I your horse. want your Taylor's version of this. Also, song. name your horse. Come on. He deserves a name. I guess. Rode through an entire desert, didn't name your horse? Yeah. That's. Did that's, you know it was going to die? He was well, like, I, I can't get attached that's to it. it. Yeah, he didn't want to get attached, yeah. right? Oh, that's yeah. mean. <laughs> like, pick up a dog at the pound and you don't name it. Like, that's, you know dude, he's going to die. Brutal. I call him the dog. That's why that's why people are against horse meat because most people name their horses. That's true. That's yeah. a good point. Actually, yeah, you can't you can't hurt something after you name it. That's, I mean, you well, should. I mean, you should. <laughs> yeah. You should. Okay, precedent has yeah. told us that that does happen, but uh, but we're not Casey Anthony. No. <laughs> Deep reference. Damn, I did not expect that. Throwing it back. Next up, Paint It Black by the Rolling Stones. Uh, this is from 1966's Aftermath. And uh, this seems like such a fitting song to be also on a mix with Shook Me All Night Long. <laughs> yes, yeah, for, for, for overplayedness, for sure. This one is one of those songs where if I get lucky and I don't hear it for a while, you I, enjoy like, it again. I like that it comes back around. I'll agree. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I, well, I think this is a better song. It is. As well. And yeah, it's not definitely a better song. as overplayed. No. Especially in like shitty situations. Yeah. You know, this one doesn't come off uh, like late night at a bar. Totally. And no. has a bunch of middle aged drunk women yelling. Screaming it. and yelling. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, and, but, but by the same token, if I hear it two or three times in a short time, by the third time, you're like, all right, I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. Over yeah. it. Over it. Moving on. I've heard uh, I've heard a bunch of well not a bunch but I've heard at least two like metal bands cover this yeah and it's sick yeah. this song oh, yeah. this song as a metal yeah. cover is fucking rad I can see that for it's, sure it blends itself really well to that uh, but more importantly you guys see that Rolling Stones have a new album yeah brand new album I know it's crazy what are we doing and this I, song came out in 1966 yeah that is three years short of 
60 years ago. That's crazy, dude. And now they have a new album. I listened to the the newest single from the new album because it was like being advertised everywhere. Oh, it's being advertised everywhere. And I'm like, okay, I'll listen to it. I got, I don't know, 40 seconds in and I was like... Probably should have just let her rest there, boys. <laughs> they've got like they've got like one of the most gorgeous human beings mm-hmm. in their video. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. You know, Is like, it like Keith Richards' great granddaughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like thirty seven. Well, like you, you, but holding up good. Because yeah. I haven't watched I haven't watched the video. I'm just seeing no, the yeah. promos, but yeah. I'm like, okay, there's Sydney Sweeney and then Keith Richards. I'm like uh, who looks Some like weird the, guys. Uh, like, I don't like this. The living embodiment of, like, a lich from Dungeons & Dragons. Where you're like, <laughs> how the fuck is he still alive? <laughs> we have been wondering how Keith Richards is still alive for 20 years. <laughs> 20 oh, plus. Yeah. But he still looks exactly the same. He yeah. still looks exactly the same. Like, yeah. every year we've lost a celebrity and you're like... <laughs> But not what's Keith doing? Like, <laughs> like, and it's not like nobody's wishing death upon him. No, no. It's just like a medical marvel. Yeah, you like yeah. check your like you check like the Wikipedia article once in a while. You're like, is he really still like? Did I just <laughs> miss the announcement? Like, yeah, this was updated three days ago. Wow. Well, every every year it's like somebody will try to deep dive and be like, he's got to be doing something. Like, there's got to be some medicine he's taking, some pills, some. Something well, getting his blood switched so, out. Yeah, well, I have a theory. I wonder if it's like the Mr. Burns thing from The Simpsons. Where yeah, like, he had every illness, like every disease ever. Mr. Burns did. Oh and, yeah, and he was like, "I'm invincible." Mm-hmm. But I wonder if Keith Richards just found like some secret to uh, eternal life by doing every drug that's ever been invented. Yeah, like, if, if you do like, them all, he's just hardened his body. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's got the money that like. It, they could do the same thing as Mr. Burns where they like stretch him out yeah, like yeah. In, the, in the alien episode oh, yeah. they just like stretch him out and they feed him everything yeah. and then they like roll him on a table and he's thrown out and he's Put just he's got like a glow about him like get him back out there boys get him back out there that's why you never see Keith Richards after midnight yeah he's, he's strolling in a field somewhere he's gotta go for the procedure yeah. Yeah. yeah he's gotta go through the procedure to keep him alive for the next day wild like the load-in crew for the Rolling Stones is like everybody's dealing with cabs and pedals, and but there's like three guys dedicated to just rolling him out and like putting pegs behind. <laughs> I'm just picturing like a really comical thing where they like put a bicycle pump up to his ankle and they're just like, "Come on, Keith, right. one more show, buddy." <laughs> there's like puppeteers up top working yeah. his arms. <laughs> yeah, don't mind the don't mind the light setup. We need the puppetry setup yeah. up top. <laughs> Keith still got it, man. <laughs> we can't play small venues anymore. Why you're too big? No, there's just not enough rafters. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not enough space for the lines. <laughs> yeah, we, need, we need to hide that shit. No one knows what it's like to feel these feelings like I do, and I blame you. Next up, behind blue eyes. This is by the Who from Who's Next, 1971. It was the Who. It was the who. I they were next. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this it's a it's a great song. Like great song that yes. is a horrible stain on its existence for the rest of time because Fred Durst covered it. I disagree. I hate that. I cover. like that cover. Nope. I think it's Bad. funny. Fred Durst by himself. No. Well, it's it's Limp Bizkit covered. Bizkit did this song. It was Limp Bizkit. Did they do yeah, it? Was Limp Bizkit. Uh, either way, I don't remember them doing that. Is it Halle Berry in the video? or yeah, something? Yeah, they did it for the movie Gothica, yeah, which yeah. was terrible. Oh, terrible movie. Which Fred Durst was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. I've forgotten all. Everything of this about thing. it was terrible. I didn't hate the cover. Oh. I didn't hate it. It was not good, but it's not terrible. Ugh. It, it, it doesn't really do much to it. It's. 
Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is he? De- yeah. He definitely didn't like take that cover route where you like trying. Well, it like, wasn't like when Limp Bizkit covered Faith. Yeah, because that shit rocks. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying amazing. to imagine. I like that better. Yeah, it's great. I'm trying to imagine what the Limp Bizkit version of this song. Sounds like when it kicks into like the second it half, it it's, it's, it's oh, chill. Because I no, want to hear Fred does. No. That's what, what I'm saying. No. Quack it over. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I don't like it as much as the oh. fake cover. Because yeah. the, the fake cover. cover is sick. Yeah, because they do some weird shit. Yeah. And they make yeah, it heavy. Yeah. If they did that with this, it would be dope. It would be better. But this is literally just they a only straight do the slow cover. Part. Just the, yeah, just it's the first half. And like the music video is like Halle Berry's in it, but like I think I'm trying to remember, so I could be way. I think it's honestly just scenes from the movie. Well, there's, it's interspersed with that, but like the, when Fred Durst is singing, he's just in a plain white room in a plain white tee, and he doesn't have his red hat, and he just oh, like, I'm he, out. He just <laughs> no red. He, just, like, he hasn't shaved in a while, and he just looks like so sad, so tired, so hungover, and they <laughs> because it's called behind blue eyes, the camera just keeps. Like, like zooming on, zooming his, on, face. on his eyes. Oh, God. It's, it's so bad, dude. Like, <laughs> I, so I feel bad for The Who. Cause it's fair. It, it, it is, is a great song. song. Yeah. It, it is probably one of The Who's more overplayed songs as well. I don't know. Well, but not not in a, like a bad way. Like I I don't really get sick of this song either. I don't know if the Who has any overplayed songs at this point. Uh, but, so Riley. my thing though is Bob Riley. Yeah, that's overplayed. Yeah, but every time yeah. it's, you, you're just waiting for the drop. I'm excited. I'm, I'm just excited waiting for, for David Grusso yeah. to take off his sunglasses. <laughs> Fuck that. I just feel like there's a missed <laughs> there's a missed opportunity with including the Who, where like you know I've said it before. Like the Who is like. To me, that's the beginnings of punk. Like, they're one of those bands that just, like, they had the punk kind of feeling. Oh, yeah. Before yeah. punk. Yeah, yeah. And you've got the clash. You've got some of that classic rock. I feel like you could throw on. Before it separated as a genre at all. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can throw on some, like, really fast who, and it would blend this mix totally. really yeah. well. Yeah. And I feel like that's just a missed opportunity. Yeah. This yeah. Is, yeah. This is such a slow song. If you're going to put the who on, they put the wrong song on. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Put my generation on. Put pinball with it. Yeah, yeah, like, and everybody oh, says yeah, like my generation it. might be the first punk song yeah. ever. Absolutely. All right, interesting. Yeah, I'll give it. Even that. though that was also a cover. Oh <gasps> shit! Is that the first punk cover? Holy fuck! The shit. entire genre of punk <laughs> is a cover. It's just <laughs> Well, all of along, all of, all along, we thought punk was original, but it was actually just a Scooby Doo villain. Punk, punk, <laughs> and he really got away with it too. For this meddling podcast, <laughs> just a fucking mask. There's no real magic here at all. Boys, get in the mystery machine. We got, we got to roll out. Roll. Holy fuck. <laughs> This is, of course, Guns N' Roses from their masterpiece, 1987's Appetite for Destruction. Fantastic song. Like, what are we going to sit here and talk shit on a, a no. Welcome to the Jungle? No. Definitely not. Yeah. One of the best songs to start a mix with. That's the, the one yeah. thing I was going to say, though. Yep. It feels weird being here. Yeah, unless you're this... starting like a new half of the mix where you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, shit's about to get crazy. Yeah, yeah. if there's a cassette and it's side two, right. all right, perfect, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. But... This anywhere but the first song, yeah, feels wrong, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and you could still have schools out, you know, but 
Schools start with could this. Be two. That could be two. Schools out could be two. But Welcome <laughs> to the Jungle is a fucking certified opener. Yeah, yeah. that is an well, and it was the opener, opener. on Appetite Absolutely. as well. Yep. Yeah, like, well, they knew they, what they were. They fucking knew doing. that. Yeah, yep. <laughs> but I feel like everybody past that should know what you're doing. Welcome yeah. to the Jungle is a starter, buddy. Yeah. That's big time. It's fucking clear cut. Big time. You know, the the one question I always have about this song, like, where's it's the a, jungle? <laughs> Which jungle? Where's the jungle and how do I find it? It's the concrete jungle, baby. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's that. Is it? Was it Axel's idea that that sha na 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 knees? Yeah. Or was that like a producer? They didn't really have a producer. They did this themselves. But it's like. Where did that come from? It's it's that, one of the most iconic. It is. Like, it's the one tell you. I'll tell you that comes from being in a studio playing the song, like trying to like feel the song when you're writing it. Yeah. And just the, you know, uh, guitarist is tuning a guitar or changing something, and the lyricist is just like the vocalist is just bored. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, and you're like, oh shit, I like that. It's basically like rock scatting. Yeah. You know, it's just like. He's he's vibing with it. He's yeah, playing yeah. with it. It's like, hey guys, that wasn't watch the first how fast take. I can say no, 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 no. No, that wasn't first take. That wasn't exactly. first take. That That's... was he tried a bunch of other weird shit yeah. and it wasn't working. <laughs> and then he did that one and, and Slash looked like, and was like, yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, he didn't say anything. He just yeah, yeah nodded. <laughs> he nodded and then tipped his hat. Tipped it to the top. <laughs> he did yeah. both because he nodded for a couple of the other things, but he then he finished did the his double, bottle yeah. of Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, finish the bottle of Jack, yeah. nodded, tip, and that's that's when he knew he had something. Yeah, exactly. But it is one of the most quotable vocalisms, like, yeah. ever. Oh, yeah. Like, you instantly know what song you're listening to, who you're listening to. It, it's up there with fucking uh, Down With The Sickness. Yeah. You know? Like, ooh, ooh, wah, wah. It's, it's one of those. It's, it's quotable. Even if you don't like it. Yeah, exactly. You still know. Yeah, you still know. Yeah. That would, it's God tier. It's God tier. Uh, yeah, fantastic song. Put it at the start. Born to be wild. Oh, oh buddy. We're, we're slapping now. Classic. We're, yeah. We're getting some bangers here. This is uh, Steppenwolf from the self-title from 1968. And, man, just, just what a banger. And 68. 68. That's the thing that always time, blows too. my mind about this song. Yeah. yeah. This that, is, like, still holds up so strong. This and, like, I mean, obviously, when I think 68, 69, I think Sabbath. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's my first thought and how ahead of its time that is. Yeah. This is crazy for yeah. how ahead of its time it is. It's and, just. Yeah. And staying power. This song holds a special place in my heart because, funnily enough, this is the first song that my son knew all the words to. Oh, that's nice. a proud papa yeah, moment yeah. right there. That is a proud <laughs> papa moment. He put it on like our playlist in the van, and just like he just belt the whole thing out, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> killing it!" Oh, that's yeah, that's so much. I know why my dad is ashamed of me because I think my first was "Blue" by Eiffel sixty five. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was like five, to be fair. But like, I, I know what the first one I oh, probably knew was. Like, I think it was Umbop by Hanson. Oh shit, that might that might be it. Honestly, that that might be it. Because I yeah. had the cassette. Oh shit! Oh, damn. <laughs> if it wasn't that, then it was definitely Shaggy. Because yeah. oh, that was the first yeah, CD yeah, I bought, yeah. which I think I mentioned on this very podcast. Yeah, that's fair. That's so. fair. Every time something happened, you just told you yeah, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> 
First, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I mean, like, the first thing I bought was, uh, you know, we, we've we've documented that. It's, it's Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. But I was, like, stealing my, my sister's stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. And it was always, like, mixes. You know, it was, like, uh, you know, Now 2 and Shiny yeah. Tunes oh, yeah, and, like, yeah. shit yeah. like that. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure it was, like, it was Eiffel 65 or it was something like that. Or, like, Prozac. Something oh, like that. You're so like, uh, the two like tapes that. I owned before I bought my first CD was uh, Hanson and Prozac, and then <laughs> nice. I and then I bought Shaggy the CD, and then I started buying CDs. <laughs> Jesus, that is the music, musical origins. <laughs> You've come a long way, yeah, my I friend. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we 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 learn. You know? We learn. We take some time. Take some time. I mean, Prozac was cool when I was that age because they were cartoon characters. Yeah, it's true. It didn't yeah, matter with the music. Where you're yeah. like, this is fucking cool. It's a cartoon man. That's why Daft Punk. Yeah, but it could have yeah. been Gorillas. <laughs> Well, and I definitely, definitely right. got the Blue by Eiffel 65 had aliens in it. I was yeah. really into Independence Day. like <laughs> 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 <Play> dope. <laughs> I, Will Smith was my favorite. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum was my second favorite. Punch somebody in the face. Welcome to Alternative, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Blue. <laughs> Welcome to Blue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that's, yeah. It's, it's, that's a proud moment, yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's such a good song. Also, like, Heavy Metal Thunder? like That's the first... It, I've mentioned it before. That's metal, the first uh, time no. heavy metal as a term was ever used in music. Hell yeah. So that's what... They say that's where heavy that's metal a, got its name. It's a powerful origin. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a powerful origin. And, it, and it, it's got that steam power, like you said. And it, the Hammond organ oh, in this yeah. song. There's something oh. about this song, and I know it could be the decades since that it's been associated with, but I think even now when you listen to it, it just screams motorcycle. Oh yeah, it does. Like, yeah. like music in your, like just listening to it in your head, you can just see a motorcycle. Even, even yeah. the name, yeah, like Steppenwolf, like Born to Be Wild, Born to Be Wild, fuck, like yeah. everything about it is just like yeah, put that on a fucking vest. Yeah, you yeah, know? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And ride a motorcycle away. <laughs> if there's, if there's not leather underneath those words, it's just like it's wrong. It's a waste of leather. They got know? everything so perfect on the first try. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. well done, gentlemen. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. yeah, this was this was nailed. Yeah. Laid out the Next up, we got Pearl Necklace by ZZ Top. ZZ Top, alright. 1981's <laughs> El Loco. Uh, Carl, you're the you're the registered ZZ Top uh, aficionado here. Yeah, yeah, I've never heard this, and uh. I'd be fine never hearing it again. Well, like Josh said when we just put this on, he'd never heard it either. Nope, never heard this. And, and I said, this was on the greatest hits. Probably shouldn't have been, but it was. <laughs> I mean, just from this podcast and you yelling in my ear, I've heard way better ZZ Top songs. Yeah, this isn't one of their better ones. So, it's like when a band who has like some mega smash hits like yeah. makes a greatest hits album, at what point is the threshold for a greatest hit, and how does this song get chosen? Well, like, what, what is that, the true playage of this? I song? don't know who put together that greatest hits album because they also had "Viva Las Vegas" the cover on it. Yeah, I'm that song which makes sense like, to me though. Yeah, but you don't put that on greatest hits. A, it's a cover, and B, it's like no, that's but you not do. You're trying to sell the mass audience. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. But that I I've wondered that too because a producer. Is putting together like or a label? Yeah, is putting is usually what I think hits. is yeah. putting together that hits. kind of list. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. the greatest hits, because the band is going to have very different 
ideas of what their greatest yeah, hits are. Yeah, they're going to have their favorite songs. And, but and, you're ultimately yeah. trying to sell a yeah. greatest hit, so you want to hit the mass audience. That's, that's why, like, Viva Las Vegas makes a lot of sense to me. That, yeah, that's well, that was yeah, the whole point of greatest hits albums forever, was yeah. like, hey, this band hasn't put out an album in a while, let's hit that market again, get yeah. the money going again. But yeah, this song doesn't make sense for me. Was this like a single? Was it a... Well, was, this, was it a big I, hit? I don't think. Well, and that that album, El Loco, not one of their biggest albums. So maybe it was like, the best song on the shittiest. Album. I honestly can't even remember what was on that album. Like I, I just remember having it, listening to it, and being like, "Yeah, that's, that's uh, like, I'll go listen to fucking any one of their earlier albums." It wasn't even a single from El Loco. What else is on El Loco? Uh, the singles were Layla and Tube Snake Boogie. Tube Snake, well, Tube Snake, Tube Snake Boogie, Boogie was also had. on their greatest hits. Yeah, that's a great that's song. A good song. Did they just like need to pick two? I don't know. Like, that seems on. weird because there was like there was you know Deguelo. I don't think there was a single song off Deguelo on their greatest hits, and that's one of their best albums. Uh, they had "It's So Hard," "Groovy Little Hippie Pad." That's a good song. "Heaven Hell or Houston." That's a good song. "Party on the Hill Patio." Yeah, okay. "I Want to Drive You Home." Ten yeah. foot pole. Ooh, that's a good song. And don't tease me. Those are the other songs on the album. Don't tease me. It's yeah. a ten foot pole. But it's like it's not a great album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not a great album, but like, yeah, you're grabbing that song. It's it's not even a single. That's the thing that confuses me. So yeah, like yeah. how much? Yeah, what, what is the criteria? What is the really criteria for picking a greatest hit? Is it radio yeah. play? Is it? Maybe it's a little bit of both. Maybe the know? guy. Maybe the guy. Maybe the producer put the greatest hits album together and just thought it was fucking hilarious. He's or like, maybe maybe that a song was one of coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like yeah, inside joke. Yeah. <laughs> or it was trying to drive sales of El Loco. Uh, well, yeah. When did Greatest Hits come out? Well, like fifteen years after oh, the yeah, album. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this ZZ Top Greatest Hits. They've had another one after. Oh yeah, yeah. But this one was like so the was... one that you recognize. Like it's the white album yeah, yeah. cover. No, that, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. that came out in like the mid nineties. So it's like fifteen you years. Remember, after man, this came I worked out. at HMV. I, I, I know all the greatest. You, hits you've album seen covers. that. ZZ I've seen Top all album. of those, yeah. and those bands or artists that have been around so long that they have greatest hits part one, greatest hits part two, greatest oh, yeah. hits part three. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, Eagles had like fifty greatest hits albums. Yeah, Elton right. John. Yeah, they only put like four albums. Yeah, no, yeah, literally everyone is just different by like one song. It's yeah. really fucking weird. Hey man, great way to recapture the cash. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. They're all five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> well, now they are. <laughs> no, they were then. You could buy like four for twenty at HMV. And it was like, oh, who's buying that. all of these? Like, that's, <laughs> the deals. That's the point. Yeah. Oh, I always shot the deals. I got some great, great CDs from that. But Man. it was also few and far between. It was like you had to dig through thirty-seven copies of like ACDC Back in Black to find one album that was like kind of interesting. It's so yeah. weird growing up in a small town because like we had. There's a crappy CD store here in the mall. CD Plus. CD Plus. Yeah. The first time I remember going to, I think it was Calgary, and going into an HMV, I was oh. like, what? Or a the Sam the Record Man. Fuck. Dude, A&B Sound, baby. A&B Sound. Every time I went to Vancouver, I was like, we're what was going the, to What was the Sound. dog one? There was, a, there was a record store that had like a dog in the, oh, in the logo. I oh, know yeah. what you mean, but yeah. I can't remember it. Yeah, I, I remember the first time going to an HMV and like... We had like, I don't know, it was like, it might have been a school trip or something, and it was like, you guys have two hours in the mall, and we walked into HMV, and then all of a sudden it was like an hour had gone by, and we were like a third of the way through the CDs, and we yeah. were like, 
fuck, like, we already wasted half our time? Like, <laughs> there's so many more CDs. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. This is fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah, in a world before downloading music, just like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I liked the world right after downloading music because all the CDs became really cheap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah please yeah. buy this, please. <laughs> and then they stay, then every CD store started selling merch. Yeah, oh, so yeah. they're like, yeah, we got to make some money somehow. Yeah. <laughs> they all turned into like the like hot topic, the hot topic, yeah, the, the t-shirt wall. Yeah, was the like t-shirt. Wall. Yeah, the t-shirts. There was more t-shirts than CDs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought this was a music store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, dude. We tried money. We tried money. <laughs> but you imagine being like, a, you know. A kid or a teenager and walking into like Ambi Sound, like the biggest CD store, and telling them, like, hey, wait uh like 15 years, and you can have every, every literally everything in here for six bucks a month. On your phone. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you and, and the artist won't get any of it. Just be like six hundredth of a cent. Yeah. You're like, wait, what? Wait, what? When's, when's like, the strike coming for Spotify? Yeah, like, soon. Soon. Fuck. They're making too much Something's money. Gotta baby. Go. <laughs> he says pressing play on Spotify. <laughs> Shut up, Carl. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Hey, if you want to make it twice as expensive and give more money to artists, I'm in. Oh, I'll do it. Like, yeah. Spotify is the one streaming service that, like, for me, yeah, if the price <coughs> doubled, I'd be like, okay. As long as it's going to the right people. As long as it's going to the right yep. people. Yeah. Make make that 20 a month and actually pay people, I'm in. It's fine. Unmistakably, Iron Maiden. Like you're never gonna, you're never gonna mix up Iron Maiden. There's there's lots of people that are gonna try to sound like Iron Maiden. They're never gonna pull it off. Bruce Dickinson is. is That's it. Like they might sound like the music. They're not gonna sound like Bruce. No. Uh, This is obviously from Number of the Beast, 1982. Uh, Obviously, like one of their biggest songs ever. Yep. But I, I really appreciate that this isn't Run to the Hills. Hmm. Run yeah. to the Hills is the only Iron Maiden song that I think is too overplayed. Yep. It's probably I, the most. I just hear it too much and I'm kind of done with it. It's a great song. Yeah, yeah. But I'm kind of done with it. But it's getting there. If you yeah. were to pick one, an, an, an overplayed Iron Maiden song, I think that, That's might, the that one. might be the one. Uh, so I'm happy to see this. Yeah. I love this song. Fuck, it's and, so good. And Maiden is like, I feel like we're so spoiled now. Like, we've got so much great music and so much great metal yeah, and there's so much to choose from. Yeah, and because they're one of those, you know, originators. Yeah, that we kind of take it for granted now. Yeah, like I know for myself, like I rarely put on Iron Maiden. Yeah, but every time I hear it, I'm like, oh right. Yeah, like fuck so yeah, good. like damn. And it reminds me of like my favorite Iron Maiden songs. Yeah, and then every time after I hear it, I'm like, well, I'm gonna go back to that. I'm gonna go listen to Hollow Be Thy Name. Yeah, I'm gonna go listen to Ace's Eye. Like. There's uh, a live DVD. The live and real. Live and real. No, it oh, was. I, love that one. I can't remember what it's called. Somewhere in the UK, probably. But like, I I'd listen to them like forever. Yeah. But to and and the sound on the live DVD is amazing. But to see them and like I've never seen them in concert. Me neither. Would no, love neither. to. At this point, probably not. Oh, like, I still would. 
I, oh, I go just, oh, to, go, actually, just to no. Go. Nelson saw them last year and oh, said it's, it was it's still mind-blowing. Yeah. So that, are, that might are still be one of the ones shape. that I'd still see. And the I, theatrics, apparently, their shows are just if, if they yeah. If they do do another tour, because, you know, they've kind of said that they're done. It might be it. Yeah. yeah. If they do another tour, I am going to go. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I will spend whatever kind of money it is to go see that yeah. because I'm I'm a little annoyed. I just haven't been able to do it before. Well, and like um, I mentioned before, but like uh, a lot of my friends are like such deep metal heads. They like, like they're so far into metal that they like, they know all the subgenres and the new oh, yeah. artists and the they listen to all the new albums every year and like so for me because i fluctuate through so many genres of music yeah. iron maiden is one of my favorite bands of all time and they're like i'll i will go and play all their greatest hits while i'm driving because i love them so much but i can't even bring them up around those friends because oh, yeah. they're like it's like, like not it's like not cool anymore and i'm yeah. like how is iron maiden not that's cool that's anymore? what i'm saying yeah. it's like you're taking it for granted yeah at yeah. this point yeah and there's a lot of those older heavy metal bands that get taken for granted. Yeah. Like, that just aren't played. That's like a country fan that can't listen to Merle Haggard. Yeah. It's like, what? No. Listen listen to what got you here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Appreciate, appreciate it. Here. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm it's Maiden, still good. We're like Bruce Dickinson means it's so good and iconic. Uh, like, no, no metal bands that I know of have really tried to cover them. Like, no, because they it's know so they, unique of they, the sound. Like, it's not. It's not going to work out for them. No. Yeah. Like Even, maybe they could do it bigger and better, but you're going to compare it to the original and be like, nah, still yeah. no. It's like when you try and listen to the small amount of Baden where Bruce wasn't there, and you're like, and uh, Killers is pretty it's, fucking it's, it's awesome. It's good, still. but it's <laughs> different. It doesn't yeah. sound like it's true. Yeah. That, like it's that unique of a sound when they're all together like yeah. that. Well, and I think Sabbath is one of the one of the few like you know originating bands that still gets heavy rotation yeah and yeah i i don't know what it is it's you know influence and just like the wider scope you yeah. know because iron maid's more just like well because yeah metal. sabbath wasn't as like niche yeah. genre at that point they exactly. were just like it was rock but it was it yeah. was creating exactly you know, the new and but maybe, yeah maybe. bands like judas priest yeah too like gets overlooked even motorhead yeah gets oh yeah overlooked yeah. oh big time but they're also again like you put motorhead on yeah. we're doing a thing yeah but yeah. that's not <laughs> yeah that's not a wide appeal yeah iron maiden also holds a special place in my heart because they were the first band that and my mom was pretty pretty liberal with whatever like she let us watch <laughs> and listen to you you like, said your mom was care. pretty and you, you put your hands up. i was like she had pretty big titties <laughs> like, i'm a hand talking girl i'm sorry no but she was, she was pretty liberal pretty, with, like, pretty with, well in depth yeah. <laughs> well dude she, she pretty liberal with what she uh, let us listen to like growing up yeah. even when we were like way too young for a lot of stuff or like movies like watching movies we were like like way too young to watch that movie, but for whatever reason, the artwork on Iron Maiden album, she was like, "No, you can't listen to Iron Maiden." So I had to, like, I had to secretly, I get oh, yeah. it. You had to like, secretly listen to those Iron albums. Maiden. Look well, because it looks like it yeah. looks like if any parent is like uh, metals, metal is all about Satan and yeah, you know, yeah. like totally. <laughs> look at Iron that. Maiden like, albums look like yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. But it's like if anybody just deep dives for like a second, they're like, "Oh, all of this music is just like." stories it's just folk tales yeah written into into music yeah. like that's all it is they're like 
they're not like an evil band. Like, uh, yeah, they're not the band I, you telling know? you to like like burn down like no like, the system or like anything yeah. like that. They're just like they're like, hey, you guys should all be aware of the genocide that took place with our indigenous people. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, wow, that's wow, really socially conscious. <laughs> yeah. God damn. I remember from Columbia House, uh, and I it was you know when I was quite young, and I just randomly got a Guar album. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I listened to it, and I closed the door to my bedroom, and I was like, "My parents can never hear this." Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I enjoyed it, but there was like, like the songs about fucking dead babies and shit that I'd like turn this one down a bit. I'm still gonna listen to it, but I was like, "Well, oh. Slipknot was the other one. I didn't like Slipknot, but I remember the first time my mom like." saw a Slipknot video on Much Music and she was just like you can never own a Slipknot CD and I was like I don't want to but okay and you're like now I'm gonna go buy one tomorrow sorry (laughs) one of of the weirdest ones for me with that was uh, uh, Norma Jean Uh, they were like they were actually a Christian band they were like a Christian metalcore band oh weird and like yeah like it's what it is they were a Christian metalcore band but they had this one album, and all of the song titles were... Old Testament uh, shit? No, it was like... Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't even know the word for it. Like, one word bleeds into another. Oh. Uh, and it made it... Each song sounded really, like, fucked up. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah. like Colombian necktie or something. Like, it was it was weird words put together that made it sound kind of... Darker than... Darker yeah, yeah. or, like, disturbing. <laughs> yeah. But it was all, like... A Christian band being like, you know, we're Edgy. talking about our demons or something. Yeah. And my dad was like, this sounds mentally disturbed. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it might be. It might be, honestly. The only other artist that was ever banned for me was Marilyn Manson. My mom was just like, no, absolutely not. And like, she, yeah, I get it. She <laughs> didn't care if I listened to like the most hardcore gangster rap. Didn't give a, she didn't give a fuck. She yeah. was like, no Marilyn Manson, no Iron Maiden, and no Slipknot. <laughs> my, my dad and was just fine. blasting by her bedroom, just end bombs. She's yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Josh. Uh, my dad fine. was fine with Marilyn Manson, and I didn't even want to listen to Marilyn Manson. Right? <laughs> because he was uh, featured on uh, Bowling for Columbine. Oh, and my dad oh, was yeah. like, Michael Moore approves, I approve. Yeah, <laughs> <it was> like, <laughs> I think he sucks, but thanks for letting me listen sure. to him, I guess. Like, I guess. He like gave me the thumbs he's up, a and I was like, I don't, don't like, want yeah, to listen to him. It doesn't mean he's good. Yeah. <laughs> Here, son, I bought you the dope show. Yeah. And I'm just like glad I was never into Marilyn Manson for for when ultimately later he got punched out in Denny's and left by my homie. So, yeah. You're glad you're on the right you're, side you're on of the right side of that. Out of history, man. <laughs> yeah, with Iron Maiden, I think my favorite Iron Maiden song is not everyone's favorite Iron Maiden song, which is "Dance of the Dead." It's an eleven-minute. Oh yeah, I don't even know oh, if I could man. conjure that. That one was the my... last uh, Iron Maiden album I bought. Yeah, I had every Iron Maiden album up to that. Up to that. Yeah, and then I I like moved, and it was just and, like it was. And they had so many fucking albums. Well, so many. Well, they had a lot and, of albums. And I'll be the first one to say like, there's lots of Iron Maiden that isn't great. Yeah. Not worth it. Yeah, it's just like yeah. any band that's put out fucking 16 albums. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not all going to be good. No, yeah. but Dance of the Dead is that was my was favorite great. Maiden song. I think it was the last album I bought at A&B soon. Oh, shit. Before they closed. Bring it back around. Oh, yeah. That was the downfall of A&B Sound. You should have bought one more <laughs> Iron Man album. It would still be one more I'm the reason. They'd still be here today, man. <laughs> could have bought one more copy of Rust in Peace. Nah, I was we listening to his master's voice here. too much. Yeah. Run <laughs> For a long time, sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or 
God's Gonna Cut You Down by Johnny Cash. This is from American Five uh, from 2006. What a fucking song. Jesus Christ. It, it, it's so fucking it's One of the most covered songs, I think, in history. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's from the 40s. Yeah. And it's had yeah, like it's, five it's, different it's, titles. Like, people have shifted the title, but yeah. the songs, the essence is the same. Yeah, yeah. they've changed the words yeah. multiple times as well. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah. It's it's but, such a great song. Oh yeah, and it's Johnny kills it. Johnny, I'd imagine this is the best it. version. I'm just like, I, yeah, yeah, put I, that out there's there. There's been like, so many people have covered it. You know, <laughs> it'd, it'd be hard to like unless you were trying to listen to them all. Yeah, but I can't imagine that many of them are better than this because this is excellent. Well, and, and me and Carl, I I think it was with you that we watched the Rick Rubin. Oh yeah, watched the documentary. The documentary. Oh yeah, yeah, and the. The introduction of Rick Rubin to Johnny Cash and like taking over his career, yeah, and oh. bringing him back into the foreground. Is... He was playing like dive bars and like shitty casinos. Yeah, yeah, like end of his career. Literally, yeah. like yeah. it was the end of his career. Yeah, playing to nobody, and then Rick Rubin reinvents him. Oh, and, and, say, and what he want, has... say what you want about Rick Rubin, and he can be a total pompous asshole. There's some things that that guy understands about music that yeah. will never be quantified by anyone else ever again. No. He, and he, he's not, he, and he'll say it himself, he's not an editor. Nope. I he's was going to say, nope. he can't play an instrument. Yeah. Nope. He, can't, he can't even work a mixing board. But he, that dude, but, it, he just knows the alignment. Yeah. Of there's like, something he can pull out of the ether. And yeah. it's like, you're like, and you oh, know what? Shit. Another year growing your hair and beard? You kind of look, you uh, got a little Rick Rubin vibe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like the... The partnership between him and Cash is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Probably one of the greatest musical partnerships. It really yeah. is ever because that was uh, was it American Two and past that two or three. Yeah, I think it was American Two uh, through six that it was Ruben. Yeah, but well, he didn't even do American One. I don't. Uh, no, he, I yes he did. Yes he did. Yeah, no, yeah. that like that whole series yeah, yeah, was yeah. him. Yeah, it was yeah. American 1 through 6 that was all yeah. him. And this one, 5, like, when I looked it up, they said this was posthumous. He, yes. he passed away when this came out. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I saw the same thing you guys were talking about, and um, uh, he was saying that, like, with Johnny Cash, when he first brought him in, he was like, don't play me Johnny Cash music. Play yeah. me the music that inspired you to become a musician. Yeah, just play me, play me what you want to play. Whatever you want to play. Yeah. Like, just... To show yeah. me what made you, and it took like like weeks before Johnny was like comfortable, yeah, yeah. to actually play stuff. He's like, now we're doing, now yeah. we're doing stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. of course he would be. Like if you were as big as he was, and then you ended up where he did. Like you're saying, playing dive bars, yeah. yeah. Like this guy shows up who's telling you like oh, let's try something new that might and he's like one of the biggest like at that time still one of the biggest producers on the planet yeah he had oh, yeah. done everyone and everything yeah and he's like why the fuck is he working with me exactly. he's like yeah, no, yeah just come and play some shit yeah like well, you'd be, you be weirded out well, totally. it was like when ruben started uh american recordings i think it was like yeah. uh, that was like one of his first things after he broke away from def jam was working with uh cash I don't think it was that. I think it was. I think it was like one of the first. 
and he just wanted to do some weird shit. And he was like, you know, looking at old artists and just like other stuff he hadn't done. Yeah, because he was already working with. Uh, like, I can't remember the Slayer timeline. Shit, no, I don't like, know the timeline well enough. Yeah. I thought he had already done like a lot of stuff because like. Oh no, he had already done a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, but but American but... Recordings was way after. American Recordings was like that was after he sold Def Jam. Oh, I see. I yeah, because like oh, the okay, first yeah. one of those came out in like ninety four. No, I thought it was even later than that. Yeah, later than that. I think I was like ninety nine. Maybe. I was going to anyway. say an idea. Anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. But yes, this is fucking excellent. amazing. God, excellent song. song. Sucking on chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> This song is called Suck It On A Chili Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jack and Diane from John Mellencamp from American Fool 1982. And I... We've referenced it a million times. If you've never seen the version of this song, I don't know who the fuck did it. I don't know it, who did it. But there's a video of a guy that sang... Just, he just replaces it, every lyric with sucking on a chili dog. Ch- so and good. it fucking works. It's so it's, good. It's... It, it might be one of the greatest internet videos of all it's time. It's so good. If you haven't seen it, go fucking yeah. look at it it's right so now. Treat yourself. Yeah. So treat, go check it out. Treat and yourself to a chili dog right like, now. Uh, it's ruined this song. Like, I can't, I can't hear this song without hearing sucking oh. on a chili dog. No. But I don't care. Like, I don't I'm, care that... Oh, you ruined the John Mellencamp no. song? Oh, no. I can't even remember if it happens in the internet video, but the only lyric I keep from the original one I sing it in my head with all sucking on a chili dog is... Maybe he starts it with that. Maybe, does. Maybe does. <laughs> Little ditty, but so on a chili dog. It's just so good oh, and it's man. so funny. And I, I just can't hear this song without no, thinking it's completely of that at all. It's completely gone. Yeah, and, and I, I really, I don't care. That's part I of the hope, overplayed nature of it. I think yeah. is like, yeah. just, like you don't I care. hope that that guy that did that got on like a show or a podcast. I was like, why'd you do that? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, why wouldn't I do that? <laughs> I hope he's actually just like, I hope he has a day job, but every year he pokes his head out for a chili dog eating competition. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like his one thing. Or they like, they invite him to be the yeah, they invite yeah, him yeah, to be the He just does that once. <laughs> 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 oh, no, you know what? He should be opening for John Mellencamp oh. on his next tour, and he just sings that song three times and then leaves. <laughs> just gets up there like awkward silence, little spotlight, this stool, and like, who's the guitar? Fuck is this like, guy? He does it like Sucking it's starting off like a testing of the mic, and then just yeah. continues on. That's basically just this sound check. Yeah, holy, shit. holy fuck! It's so good. Sucking on a chili dog. London Calling. I live by the river. <laughs> this is by The Clash from London Calling, 1979. Talked about it a little before. Like, it's, yeah, it's a fantastic album. It's the yeah. one that everybody thinks of. Yeah. Totally. When they think of, like, top punk albums and first punk albums and, like, yeah. all that. It's it's great. It's a, it's a great title track. It's not that, at this point, it's not that punk. 
It's no. just it. It's See, fine. It's the origins. Yeah. It's the origins. It's great. It's great. It's a great song. It's a great album. It's right. just not talking enough about Chili Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Second repeat artist though. Second John Camp and then Clash. Yeah. Uh, I like that the Clash repeat is a different album. I, yeah. I always like that. If if you yeah. can at least space that, that out a little bit. That means at least bit, you cared about what you were You at least cared out. a little bit. Yeah. If if you put another one from the first, I'd be a was little Was Melly Camp the same album or was that the same? That was a different album, yeah, too. Different but like, they were like a year but like, who, who right? cares? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> who cares? It's all about the chili dog. Nobody cares. It's like, uh-huh. Like, it's, yeah, this, cares. Uh, this Clash song, I think, is underplayed. It actually is. I think it's underplayed. For like how popular it actually is. Yeah. I feel like I never hear it. I hear more people talk about this song than I hear this song played. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. I never chance encounter this song anywhere yeah. anymore. Me neither. Interesting. Yeah. Now that you bring it up, like, yeah. Well, I sure. thought the law, yeah, absolutely. You run into that in a grocery store, you run into that on a radio, but like. Rock the Casbah. Rock the Casbah. Oh, yeah. that's the overplayed one. Yeah. Super overplayed. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this one is talked about all the time. Yep. I don't hear it. I don't hear it ever. Yeah. Maybe it's because we're not in London. You know? It's not. We it's haven't not. called them in a bit. <laughs> you gotta stop calling so we stop doing it. No, they've it. called you, you haven't answered. That's, That's true, because I don't want to take those charges, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. it's, it's too much. Even with, even with Kudo, they overcharge like that. Kudo. I got free international calling in Canada and the U.S. Yeah, in less, in less London That's calls. That's not international, Kudo. $2.99 a minute. Yeah. Fuck that bullshit. not an international, Kudo. It's not. It's not. Look up the word international. It's not. <laughs> What is this, MLB? <laughs> We're the world champions of cell phone services. No, you're not. Don't fucking lie to me. Don't lie to me. It's just like you won the fucking World Series. You know what shit you. <laughs> I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Walking through the streets of Soho in the rain. He was looking for the place called Lee Ho Fox. Werewolves of London by Warren Zevon. This is from uh, 1978's Excitable Boy. Ooh, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> right? No. Like, that's not okay. I, nothing about that sounds right. No. Nobody should say the words Dude. Excitable Boy. Not in that context, at Jesus. least. That was just the way you said that. Like, Whoa, I don't like that. <laughs> I feel like there's not a good way to say Excitable Boy. That was what Keenan London was calling. You didn't answer, and now there's fucking werewolves. So. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> that's why they're back to back. <laughs> Werewolves of London calling. <laughs> yeah. They're like everybody in Nelson waiting for a full moon. <laughs> they were trying to get a hold of you and you didn't answer. Uh, it's a classic song. It's a classic song. I fucking hate this song. This might be one of my most hated songs of all time. You know really? what? I hated this song until I saw B.A. Johnson oh, yeah. play live. Yeah, because true. when you play, when you see B.A. Johnson, he walks into this song. And then he walks out to this song. And then he walks in again. And then he walks out again. And then he walks in one more time holding sparklers. <laughs> and then you see a B.A. Johnson show. And it's great. Every fucking time. Uh, that's not selling it for me. No. Have you ever seen B.A. Johnson? No. Then your opinion does yeah. not this, count. This will right. change your, your, right. your thought if, pattern on this. If you I'm, see B.A. Johnson... You will love this song because you will connect this song with I'm about to see B.A. Johnson. Shout out, shout out Christian, man. Good boy. Dude, it's... <laughs> so with the disassociation of that, I fucking hate this song. 
It's it, yeah. I will give it's, you it's that. It's annoying. It's a joke ass song. It's a joke it's ass a joke song. Ass it kind of sucks. But it's not even a yeah. good joke ass song. And that it's is so why he picked it for his walk in. That's why it works. And also, he's from just outside London. Yes, yeah, just not? outside yeah. London. Ontario. It would work for a walk in. I could see that. Yeah. Well, it's because it's you can't take it seriously. Yeah. Because it's and not honestly, like, you can't take BA seriously. Yeah. It, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. It's funny, man. Like, yeah, I feel like if somebody puts this on seriously, ah, yeah, come on, man. But yeah, no, we're not doing that. But every other context, it's good. It's good for it's me. So good. <laughs> see, I'm a big fan of really. I love epic long songs with lots of differences and stuff like that. <laughs> he's the, not a big fan of werewolves. The, he was Team Edward. <laughs> Fuck. He's Team <laughs> Hardcore because now he's Fuck Batman. Guy. Yeah. So I'm Hardcore he's, Team Edward. <laughs> Batman movie was good. Matt Reeves changed your mind. All right, I get it. I get it. I get it. Turns out Robert Pattinson is actually a really good actor. Yeah. You seen Good Time? He was also yes. Cedric Diggory. I saw Good Time and uh, The Lighthouse. Oh, Fuck yeah. Excellent. Lighthouse. Oh, he was Cedric Diggory. Yeah, he, Cedric he has a weird origin story. Oh, that is weird. Man, he's but, played so many heartthrobs to 14-year-old girls. I know, right? It's so like, weird. What is he going to do when he's 50? What he's an exciting boy. He's going to get creepy. <laughs> now he's a heartthrob to me. Yeah. <laughs> But you're just pushing over 14 year old girls like I'm gonna kiss him Robert Robert I love you wow next up we have one tin soldier which uh, Carl has misspelt on our board as <laughs> one one tin soilder. She's <laughs> not a one, but two letter. Offense. I was right really fast. <laughs> soilder, yep. barely newer, barely newer. Uh, this is a cover by Me First and the Gimme Gimmies. From 1997's Have a Ball. Also, speaking about the board, if you read the way he wrote the band, it looks like me first. Fuck the Gimme Gimmies. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it does. F the plus looks gimme. like an F. Uh, me first. Fuck the Gimme Gimmies. Yeah. I, I love me first and the Gimme Gimmies. They're great. I do. So much I absolutely great. love it. And you, I love when they're doing covers. You want punk covers? Where are we going? Uh, this, is, this is the lower echelon of me first and the Gimme Gimmies covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. is. Yeah. And I think it's because the song... Itself is like, meh. I don't. I kind of like it. It's like a fun story. Oh, it's still it's good. Like, it, it's still it's still yeah. me first. The Gimme Gimme's covering some shit. Their their it's, floor is a lot of other bands. Exactly. Their cover of this song sounds like an intro to a show that never existed. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Almost like a like an eighty sitcom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eighty sitcom, but a weird fantasy version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like oh yeah, it, like in a dream. Yeah. <laughs> like something. There's something there in in the way yeah. they've covered it where you're like. Is this starting a show? Are we something about to happen here? Am I in for the next half hour? Family sitcom. (laughs) The kid, 13, starting to go through a rebellious stage. Yeah, yeah. And he reimagines the whole opening of the show. And the sitcom theme is played like this. That's what it is. I like that. I don't know the original at all. It is. I didn't didn't know this was covered. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a... It's it's like a hippie counterculture song from the 60s. And oh, it was actually it's like an old ass. And it was a Canadian group. It was a Canadian group that yeah. did it. I, huh. I don't think I've ever heard the original played on radio or no. anything. I've like, never heard it. I oh, wasn't going to even try. Original. Yeah, uh, something cast. The no group was cares. called Original Cast. Original Cast. 
That was the name of the group. Oh, see, they knew they were going to get covered. Yeah. So the they just called it that. C-A-S-T or C-A-S-T? K-A-S-T. C-A-S-T. C-A-S-T. It was an anti-war song. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That sounds right. Good for them. Uh, guess what this song didn't accomplish? Stopping the war. <laughs> any of them. Any of them. Which war? What, what any year war. Is any well, war. 60, what, what was it? Any war. So it would have been none. Yeah. yeah. Maybe none. Yeah. No, that would have yeah, been Maybe none. <laughs> Possibly none. If CCR numb. couldn't Wait. stop it, you can't either. Did somebody call the president at the time, though? Did this song actually stop? No. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. I have no idea. Oh, man. Our bad. Our bad. <laughs> it was probably about the Vietnam War. I bet you it was. But it didn't stop the Vietnam War. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know, Keenan? Because the Maybe Vietnam War didn't stop until, like, the 75. Fuck. <laughs> 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 A couple years too late for that, I think. <laughs> wow. Way to go, guys. Our final song on this mix is Bohemian Rhapsody. If you didn't figure that out from the clip that we played, you've been living under a rock, or you're like 10 years old and... uh, no, even then. Yeah, yeah either way. Yeah. No, get your either shit way. together. Yeah. Either way. If, if if my brother's kids are listening right now and you've never heard this song, tell my brother to go fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Been a real mean to your brother lately. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I take it back. Leaf, I love you. Yeah. You're a great father. I'll, I'll Come go back the, soon. I'll go the other way. Podcast, yes. <laughs> I'll go the other way. Show your kids some real music, Leaf. <laughs> uh, this is Queen from A Night at the Opera in 1975. Uh, Wayne's World Callback, yeah. and then Wayne's World, and, and then the then Bohemian that, that Rhapsody movie, docu yeah. yeah, yeah. film, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. didn't he win Biopic. best uh, best actor? Well, what? He won best actor for Rami Malek. Rami Malek? Yeah. Didn't he win best actor? He was nominated. I don't think he won. No, I thought he won. No, I know. I think he won. Did he? I think he won. Yep. That that it was right. pretty good. It was awesome. So like, I'll, I'll get hey. that. Uh, I teared Mer- up in that movie. Freddie, yeah. Freddie, like, Freddie Mercury, he pulled off the teeth so well. Freddie Mercury is one of the most unique and difficult people to impersonate, and he fucking nailed it. He really that did. Live Aid yeah. concert sequence at the end of that movie <clears throat> is unbelievable. Oh, it was nails it shot for shot, yeah. crazy. perfection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a great closer. It, it's the ultimate closer. It's the only place you can put it. Yeah, because you can't have anything follow and they, this. And no. this is how you know that they actually like, even though this wasn't labeled and it was just like an artist titled CD. This is how you know they thought about it because they opened with Schools Out and they closed with Bohemian Rhapsody. And there was definitely missteps in between, but yeah. but they thought about, about it. Yeah. So those missteps, that's on whoever the fuck made this. But. The open and closer. But yeah. but they fucking thought about it. Yeah. It's not alphabetical. The open and closer are thought of. So this this the is... The repeats are different albums. The and, repeats are different. Like So this was a cohesive CD. And it follows the theme. Yeah. Like, yes, Bohemian Rhapsody is overplayed. But yeah, and you put a, Pearl Necklace on here instead of any other ZZ Top song. <laughs> yes. like, Where's the grunt? Yeah, <laughs> without the middle of this, this might be one of the best uh, open, the best two song CDs of all time yeah, that we've ever had. Like the open and close are pretty fantastic. It's you know, it's as, as good as you're gonna get. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, the best open we've ever had still is the Magnum PI opening, but, you know. <laughs> Damn, Moses why did we do video? I just dropped my drink into my and lap. blasted me. Yeah, and, and got Josh. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed yeah, it. we're fine. <laughs> Next week we start video because that's about to happen again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting mix. Great way to finish it off. Let's uh, let's go over our favorite songs, least favorite, uh, something we might add, and uh, we'll finish off with our final ratings. Josh, you want to go first? Sure. Oh, fuck! Oh, snap! <laughs> Took it away from Carl. Took it away from Carl. <laughs> oh, it's the first time, baby. I've tried to do it before, but nobody said yes. Josh said yes. Absolutely. It's time, baby. It's time. All right. Uh, for my top song, uh, if I had to pick... Just my favorite song on here would probably be either Number of the Beast or Bohemian Rhapsody. But in yeah, pertaining I, to the mix... In context? In context... I mean, those are two fantastic songs. I, I'll, like, I'll, I'll take the outro. I'll take the easy one. I'll take Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Because yeah, placement, it as does well matter. as how it good the matter. song is, that, that kind of elevates it even more. If Welcome to the Jungle was first... Yeah. That would have been my top song. Yeah. But all right. Um I mean I'll, I'll also take the low hanging fruit. I'm going first. ICP hocus pocus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no thank you. Yeah. I'd have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But Car- Carl's just upset right now because it's the first time he doesn't get first choice. <laughs> I don't know. There's sometimes that I don't it, like I tonight I might not have taken that. And left it for somebody else. You might not enough. have taken Hocus Pocus. Yeah, because that's well, then, it, God like damn it, I'm glad Josh fruit. went first. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, any any time wasted not choosing that is worse. Is like that's egregious. That's a foul. Like it's okay. The There's some box. other trash on now <laughs> because it's there in a vain effort to maybe bridge the gap. The song I would add is probably Walk This Way. Ooh. Ah. Just the OG or with Run DMC? With Run DMC. With Run DMC. Okay. Just just to try and bridge the gap for this one quote unquote hip hop song. Those quotes are very heavy, by the way. Um, (laughs) With the rest of this these rock songs, and there's no Aerosmith on here anyway. But that 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 would that would my vain attempt to to try and bridge that gap (laughs) would be yeah would be really trying to get ICP in (laughs) here. Uh. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. I get that. Over to Carlin. Oh, don't fuck it. The order's all screwed up. Carl yeah. doesn't know what the fuck <laughs> no, he's doing. Now we're, now we're going counterclockwise. Yeah. Um, worst song, uh, I'll take the other obvious worst, uh, Pink Houses, John. John, not Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> Not at his full power. Uh, it, that's just an advertisement for America that falls flat. Yeah. Like it, well, well, he he was already making money. He doesn't understand uh, how much housing costs have raised <laughs> over the years. Especially you know? pink ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Especially you custom make that color. Yeah. It's, you know, that's not. You can't you even buy that shit after that. the Barbie movie yeah, came that, out. That was a yeah. real thing. They made a shortage. Of there was pink a shortage paint. of pink paint, after which the is Barbie insane movie. worldwide. That's insane. That's fucked up. China that's can't power. make that much pink paint. You know, like, holy fuck. Well, yeah, they could. Where's the, where does the pink come from? <laughs> There wasn't enough lead. <laughs> it comes from Pink, the artist. She's not making enough. <laughs> Get your shit together, Pink. Uh, top song. Uh, 
I gotta go fucking Number of the Beast. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, there's a bunch of songs on here that I love. Like, it, you know, in there, you put them in a vacuum. Is this song good? Fuck yes. Oh, yeah. So many. On this CD, is this song good? Still, yes. But you know what? You don't hear Number of the Beast enough. And every time, because I had this playlist on loop at work today, and every time Number of the Beast came on, I was a happy guy. Yeah, like, you get hyped just, on that it's shit, It's so fucking man. good. Yeah. Uh, what would I add? Fuck, there's, there's so many things you could add to this, because there's classic rock. There's... Well, remember, you're going second. You can't choose Walk This Way. <laughs> I already did it. Sorry, man. <laughs> um, I think I, like... There's only two repeats on here, and I think, I think a, a well thought out repeat would be good. You want to add one to uh, cluster it to to make it seem less offensive that there's two repeats. If he, yeah, if he names an ICP song, I'll be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it, uh, miracles, 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 <laughs> add miracles, do it, add miracles. No, no, okay, I'll add miracles. No, I put on, and it'd be like a middle song because it's not one that people know. But I put on like a deep cut Alice Cooper. Oh, like a, okay. a later one, like nice. Dirty Dreams. I was about nice. to, I, I put was on... about to totally shit talk you and get you to try and name another song by like Warren Zevon. <laughs> you made the right choice. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know another Ooh. Warren Zevon. Also, <laughs> <Does> anybody? <laughs> another Alice Cooper. Uh, like at the end, right before Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. And if Welcome to the Jungle was first, mm-hmm. man, that would have been a nice book. Well, I was gonna say Welcome to My Nightmare. Oh. Which is another great opener, but you can't have yeah, back to back Alice Cooper to open it. Unless you did the yeah. whole mix as openers. That would be wild. <laughs> the, the, the opening mix. The opening mix. That would actually be kind of dope. That's no, that's but, a but good call. Yeah. On, on or if it's all song. closers and I just start with Amazing by Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, that's the first song. Yeah. Yeah. We're leaving 21 times in a row. Man, how many times? has this Armageddon movie been over yeah. <laughs> so Marlon Brando's like gone this is, yeah, it's gone uh, uh, worst I, I, I can't be original with this man it's, it's, it's fucking ICP it's, 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 it's yeah it's so bad is it and there's, like I feel like there's other ICP songs that I wouldn't take as the worst like they're bad but like something else might have pissed me off more this one is so bad. That, <laughs> so, like, it just sucks. It just you can't ignore it. You know you what? Know? I'll trade you. You can take Hocus Pocus. I'll take Werewolves of London. <laughs> oh come on! That's how no, much that I hate one's that song. fun. Well, no. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Hey. You, you got to see B.A. Johnson. Mm. You'll you'll never hate that song again. <laughs> you got to watch more Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> One also, or the other. Also, look up for our Patreon where uh, <laughs> during during one of the songs, I just deep dive my experiences with Twilight, and that's going to go on our Patreon uh, for added content. Uh, uh, spoiler alert: I'm drunk when I watch it. <laughs> uh, best, I think Number of the Beast is is like it's such an obvious choice as well as Bohemian Rhapsody. They're the best songs. Like, Clear as Day, I think those are the best songs. Right. But I'm going to pick the one that, uh, it just like, it felt right. 
in that moment. Yeah. And that's Born to be Wild. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was my second choice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. It yes. just feels Can't go wrong. right so here. Can't good. go wrong. It feels good. Yeah. It, it feels perfectly placed. Yeah. It's yeah. a little bit in the, the right. Venn diagram there. Uh, right after the Who, GNR, right before ZZ yeah. Top. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, pretty. it's nice. Yeah, it's pretty the, in the middle. middle of the album there is nice. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. It's, yeah. it's it's moderately cohesive for like a moment. <laughs> for for, for hey, just like you, you, you blink and you might miss it, but uh. yeah, you leave ICP. You have America, Stones, Who, GNR, Steppenwolf, ZZ Top, Iron Maiden. Like, come on, you're mm. killing it. Uh, I'm gonna add a punk rock cover. Yeah, you are. Nice. Hell Cause, yeah, because fucking absolutely. Yep. yep. Uh, a little little heavier, but I think that's all right. I think we were we were going there. I'm gonna add Minor Threats cover of Stepping Stone. Oh. Stepping Stone. Oh hell yeah, buddy! Oh Who's hell yeah! The original. I don't Originally, know this song. it was by. Uh, I can't even remember their names now. It was like, it was in the forties. Oh, it's like an old. It's, old song. it's an oldies for sure, and they cover it. And it's fucking awesome. And to the point where I don't think many people know it's a cover. Yeah, yeah. At, like at all, but it fucking rips. And uh, some people have thought it's Stepping Stone by the Monkees, uh, which is also a dope song. Also has a punk vibe. Okay, it's not. It's totally different but it's fucking rad and this hmm. was like yeah it was a lot of like covers but also like yeah punk covers we got it going on and i'm feeling it it's yeah. fucking decent it's all over this mix add some minor threat no. uh josh to yeah, add some minor threat final ratings on uh this untitled cd artist label yeah. thing yeah i'm gonna rate this um thirty nine thousand three hundred and twelve overplays out of forty seven thousand mm. nine hundred and six overplays so we're like we're almost there <laughs> we're almost totally capped out on overplays <laughs> some things here are underplayed so they're bringing the average down, but... Where the fuck did you get those numbers? I just made them up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You weren't even looking at your phone. You didn't write them down. That was just, like, coming off the top of the head, and I like it. This is where, this is where I feel the overplays on this are at. I would have I would have fucked up the numbers there. I, would, I wouldn't have been able to discern the difference between thousands and hundreds. I would have, I would have mixed it all up. I, I play with numbers all day at work. That's, yeah, that's why. fair. <laughs> uh, I'm going <clears> to... <throat> I'm going to rate this... Uh, what's the proper energy drink? Uh, <laughs> and does it have to do with werewolves? <laughs> yeah, it it kind of does. Because I'm going to label this uh, four out of five monsters. Ooh. Because it, they're definitely well into the... Le at least the third, by the time they're done downloading this, late night on, oh, yeah. I assume... Kazaa. <laughs> no, no, it would be uh, uh, what's the other one? Lobster. It's LimeWire. LimeWire. Lime I think that this is more of a LimeWire lime feel. Yeah, it's got that feel. So this is this is you've had a bunch of monsters because you're probably fifteen oh, yeah. when you're doing this. You're not you're not necessarily drinking beers. You're you're up late at your parents' house, smashing monsters. You're the exact age where. Uh, ten years from that age, you uh, invented Four Loco. <laughs> yeah, because <it, laughs> like, I love energy drinks, but can I put alcohol in? Yeah, it? that's basically that feeling four I had? monsters with white lightning in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. this is pre-white lightning. You're having a time. You're you've discovered a bunch of good music. 
but you're doing good things. You also discovered ICP. We'll give you that. Well, yeah, you but, discovered you know, weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, weed's a gateway drug to a lot of shitty music and good music. And, yeah. and ICP. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, four out of five monsters. Pretty, pretty fucking good. Uh, I, I'm going to give this uh, just quite simply uh, one less than mediocre Malenko. Uh, in in the Taylor Swift era, <laughs> in, the, in the Taylor Swift era, yeah. So we're uh, TSC Taylor Swift era. This is Taylor Swift era, uh, and it's one, yeah, just uh, subpar Malenko. <laughs> it's, it's 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 not the worst Malenko, but no, it's no. like it's not a good Malenko. No, it's, it's the it's mid. the fake. This Malenko. is mid Malenko. This is this is my Malenko. This is even clown Malenko. This yeah, is this my is Malenko. Mid Malenko. Four years post Swift. Yes. <laughs> hey, it, it happens, man. Yeah, it know? happens. Uh, Malenko got better, I've heard, but I, I still don't believe it. Hey, man, it's just Taylor's world. We're living in it. Hey. Taylor's world. Malenko, come, Malenko. That's what they say. <laughs> the great Malenko, Taylor's yeah. version. <laughs> oh, God, I want to hear that. <laughs> Hocus Pocus, my ex is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, thanks so much for listening. That's the end of our uh, episode today. Thanks, Josh, for coming on. No problem. Man. Uh, we are still sponsored by Torchlight as of this moment. We'll see how he <laughs> feels after he listens to it. Uh, thanks for listening. Keep making playlists. Keep making burn CDs. Keep the love of music alive. And uh, as always, show us your mix. Show us your mix. Show us your mix. Show us your Malenko. <laughs> <laughs> She was Taylor's version of that Malenko. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Show Us Your Mix. We are endlessly looking for mix CDs, mixtapes, mix whatever from wherever and whenever. If you've got one that you think we might like, drop us a line at showusyourmix at gmail.com or get a hold of us on Facebook and we'll tell you where to send it. Once again, thanks for listening. Rock or pop.